Welcome to On Purpose, where you can find a community of financial service movers and shakers who are changing the face of finance. Hear from award winners, thought leaders, authors, and executives who are part of the undercurrent of industry change. They're pushing the edge and frankly, doing things differently on purpose. Let's dive in. Kristen, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Lauren. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I um, have had so much fun, not only following your journey with this upcoming unveiling, which I'll let you share more about, but also just over the years, um, you're such a powerhouse in marketing and the financial advisor advisory space. Um, so it's been it's been really fun to see, I think, the lead up to this launch, like I said, we'll talk about, but also just all the, um, like, what an imprint you've had across this industry. So thank you so much for all that you've done and the advice you've given to so many firms, but um, without further ado, I'll let you do a proper introduction and share a little bit more about your background and journey to, to where you are today. So, yeah, sure. So I, gosh, I've been in this industry now, I think 18 years, I, I fell into it. I, uh, when I was finishing graduate school at San Diego state, um, the first job I got was a marketing job, but I was looking for ended up being at an RAA. And so spent three years there really learning the ins and outs of the industry, even though I had no financial services background. And after those three years, I decided to go out and start on my own. And so I started a company that is now Kaleido Creative Studio. It's had different names over the years. Um, But I started that in October of 2008, which was really interesting timing because that's, you know, for people who remember, it was the stock market was crashing and it was not a great time to be in this industry, but made it work. Um, So my background, because my background was being an internal marketing person at this RAA, I really developed my business to be an outsourced marketing department. Um, And so that's really where I spent the last, most of the last 15 years. About three years ago, I, I had this uh, epiphany. I'm like, God, marketing is getting really hard. And I don't know if you feel that, Lauren, in your career, but it's just getting so much more complicated than it was when we first entered this uh, this area. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, this just it's getting really complicated. And I decided I was going to focus on the area that I personally believe in the most, which is, you know, niching. And then also, you know, just what I've seen work really well for other advisors. And so for the last three years, my business has really been focused on helping people, helping financial advisors identify a niche and develop a strategy and a messaging platform for that and really just become an expert in in their niche. So that's where we are today, which leads to the the launch of my, my new program, which is called On Niche. And so that's really culmination of the last three years of work we've been doing one-on-one with advisors and we've packaged it up in a way that it can just be more accessible to to more people mm-hmm. and so that that's uh, what we've been been working on at the last uh, few months here I love how your story started too and that you didn't come from this background but you've learned about it it's funny the more and more I talk with folks that are in the space and I think really leading, you know, the charge in a variety of places, that's, that's where they came, right? They stumbled into it, learned about it along the way. Um, and here you are so much, so, you know, helping firms nationwide around really helping to narrow down their focus. Tell us a little bit more about this new program that's rolling out. There's a book, so I'll let you share a little yeah. bit more about that as well. Um, what does it look like and and what's the story and and who's your target? I'd love to hear a little bit more about all of that. A lot of questions. So yeah. So my target market has always been independent 
registered investment advisors. Mostly we've done work in the fee-only space, but sometimes we do some work in the, the hybrid space as well. And so the program is really meant for that group, uh, but really kind of anyone who fits into that. So it could be the solo practitioner who's just, you know, hanging out their sign for the first time. Um, it could be RAs that have been in business for a while and are just kind of tired of banging their head against the walls, just trying to figure out what marketing works and what doesn't. And it can be, you know, the big enterprise, multi-billion dollar RAs that have advisors that just need more direction about what to do for their own marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that case, it's not a firm-wide niche, it's individual advisors with it, the niche. So that's really who this program is designed for. Um, On Niche came about, I'd love to take credit for the name. Uh, we actually hired a naming and branding agency and they're called Tungsten and they, they've been really amazing. And um, they've actually worked with a couple of our clients too. So if you're in the na- looking for a name, I would highly recommend them. Um, and the idea behind On Niche is that, you know, in this industry, we always say, marketing industry, I should say, we, we talk about being on message or on brand, and that's really about focus and consistency. Mm-hmm. Well, on niche kind of takes it to the next level, which is like being focused and consistent on a very specific audience. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of the origins of, of this program. And so I'm assuming as part of this program, you're helping advisors, advisor or firms go through and really identify who their, who their target is really to be on niche. But what does that process look like? And then what's kind of the outpour of that? Are they changing their websites? Are they creating different processes? How does, do you help them with those pieces of it? What does kind of that A to Z look like once they've identified who they want to work with as part of your programming? Yeah. So this program is very strategic. And so we start with who is it that you're trying to serve? So what is that niche? People usually come to us because with an idea in mind, general idea, but we help them get more narrow and being very clear on what that ideal client looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, we help with developing a message for them. Uh, To me, I think messaging is probably the most important part of marketing, Mm -hmm. because if you can have a clear message that other people remember and can repeat, you're just going to be better in all areas of your marketing. So we help them with that. We also give them content to update their website. Now, some people will go ahead and just go all in and put it on their homepage. Other people, and I'd say most other advisors, they just end up creating another landing page on their site Mm -hmm. for that specific niche while they're getting used to this, right? They don't want to alienate their existing clients. They don't want to do anything to turn away business that's coming in from referrals or maybe other marketing that they're doing. And so it's a way to ease them into doing a niche. Mm -hmm. So once they have that, then we start looking at what is the overall strategy. And so we look at, you know, what kind of content should they be creating? Um, So not only the communication method, but also the topics that are going to resonate with that niche. We look at what marketing channels they should be using. Mm -hmm. And I really encourage people to think of marketing channels outside of, you know, Facebook or LinkedIn or, you know, kind of the, the ones that everyone goes to yeah. um, just really get an understanding of who your market is and find out where they're spending time. Mm-hmm. And then we also look at what are you doing to nurture those relationships once they get into your, your ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And so it's very strategic um, and people can then really implement it in a couple of different ways. Um, the first way is they can empower their own team to do it. You know, we work with a lot of firms that have some, admin usually or aspiring marketing professional in their office that can take this and run with it. We give them a lot of templates. 
we give them a lot of chat GPT prompts now on how oh, they can get right. things created. Yeah. <laughs> we're, I can we're, see using that on your weekly updates too. Yeah. I do. We're, we're big fans of uh, AI as long as you know how to use it correctly mm-hmm. and don't get lazy with just taking exactly how it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so empowering their own people. Um, we are actually building relationships right now with other marketing agencies. So who are familiar with our platform and can implement those pieces. So that's another option. And then a third option for them to implement it is a lot of times advisors or firms already have like freelancers or marketing agencies that may not be in our industry. Mm-hmm. And this gives them direction. And I find a lot of times um, freelancers or even a lot of agencies don't like the strategic part of it. Mm-hmm. And so they're happy just to get direction and just be told what to do. Mm-hmm. So so we're giving the steps and everything that they need to do either, either on their own or with some sort of help and then run with it from there. Yeah, it's really providing the framework then. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious, so what's the outpour? What are the results that you're seeing? Um, are you seeing it shift cultures? Are you seeing it? Um, what what are what are advisors saying after they've implemented these changes? Yeah, well, it, you know, it does take a long time. I mean, to do a niche, as much as I would love to say it happens instantly, it does take, you know, almost could take three years to see like exponential results. Um but what I find that once people do make that shift into a niche, they end up not having to do any marketing at all after a while, um, either because they don't really see it as marketing because they're just you know kind of a thought leader or an expert being asked for their own expertise, or maybe they're not doing anything at all. They just you know do a newsletter and just people get to know who they are, word of mouth, and they just keep getting this inflow of clients. And that's really our goal is, hey, this is going to take a lot of effort in the first three years. But then after that, it should just come pretty easily and you don't have to do marketing anymore. Yeah, that's fair. This idea of being able to really lean in and then you reap the rewards later on. Because I see a lot of advisors, I think just individuals and starting businesses where you're just kind of going everywhere, right? But not really focusing Mm -hmm. your time and energy, your messaging, all of that. But if it's focused and you're focusing on what works, then that's where you get the traction. Yeah. I actually find that when advisors niche, they usually find one marketing thing that works and they just do that. And it could be very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not have to be very difficult I at know. all. Versus everything under the sun. I think sometimes there's this, this idea of we've got to do everything in order to be successful, but then you mm-hmm. have a lot of things and nothing really, really well, or right. frankly, even really focused. So, which is what you're helping folks with. Yeah, exactly. And something else that we see is and you alluded to this earlier, is that it sounds like um, you're seeing something similar is that advisors are sometimes afraid to pick, take a niche. And mm-hmm. how are you managing that and helping them to be able to lean into that for a lot of the issues, like you mentioned earlier, just, they don't want to alienate or not quite ready to step into that or what have you. Um, yeah. How are you kind of helping them navigate those waters and make sure that, that they know that, that this is going to be beneficial long-term? Right. I think the first thing is that just knowing that you don't have to go all in at the very beginning. This is just what your time and effort and energy are going to be going forward. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to change your website. You don't have to change uh, the clients that you're taking in, like referrals. You can keep doing all of that. Uh, when I'm asking them to niche, I'm asking them to put all of their energy and effort into this one strategy. And a lot of times they're not doing any marketing or they're just kind of throwing things at the wall. So that's kind of an easier sell because it's like, okay, well, at least I have some sort of direction for my marketing Mm -hmm. and, you know, they are scared, but the biggest thing is if I can promise them that we're not going to alienate their existing clients Mm -hmm. or stop them from taking other business, that really helps. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the core thing to know. 
Yep. That's fair. It gives a little bit of peace of mind and Lisa, mm-hmm. a, a sort of sense of comfort to be able to lean in. Are you out of curiosity, often finding yourself working with an, just an advisor or a group of advisors in the firm to focus on that? Or is it more of kind of firm wide architecture of, of that particular niche? It really depends on the size of the company. Um, so smaller firms will usually, when I say smaller, like under a hundred million in assets under management, they almost always go firm wide mm-hmm. and they all focus on one niche. Um, when we're dealing with a billion dollars and over, then we're talking about multiple advisors, each on their own niche. I think the hardest part for niching is people bet- or firms between like hundred million and 500 million because mm-hmm. They're scared to go all in on one niche, but they don't have the resources to be able to implement multiple niche marketing strategies at once. And when people are thinking about like, should I do one niche or multiple niches? You know, I say, well, do you want to implement one marketing plan or five marketing plans? Right. That's fair. And they just don't have the resources or the people to be able to pull that off. And yet they have such a wide client base that it's hard for them to just focus in. So it's kind of like that no man's land. So we usually work with firms under a hundred million and then above a billion. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Just where they are in their growth phase. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit here. Yeah. So you're not only rolling out this new platform, but I'd love to hear about your book. Um, so tell us about it, the journey in writing that. And, and it's really been done. It sounds like in parallel with the the unveiling of this new offering. So um two major undertakings. Um, so tell, tell us me how, about it. why a book? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Major undertaking. Why a book? What, what kind of, what sparked all of this? Tell us a little bit more about, about that. So, yeah. So I have always wanted to write a book. I'm someone who likes to write. Uh, my marketing has always been focused on blogs and guest posts and things like that. Um, so, you know, I never really knew exactly what I wanted to write about. I know it's going to be a financial advisor marketing, but there's just so many things I could have covered. And so when I started focusing on this niche idea, I thought, okay, this could be a good book topic. But what really encouraged me to move forward on this is that I had a couple of clients, actually, I still have a couple of clients who have written books and use it as a marketing uh, tactic for their, their RAs. And I was so impressed by how well it works as a marketing tool. And so I thought, well, you know, I'm going to be rolling out this new niche program I think it makes a lot of sense to have a book that goes with it. And so my one of my clients introduced me to his book writing coach, and her name is Stacy Ennis. Mm-hmm. And she has a program called Nonfiction Book Book School. And so I signed up for that last April. It actually took me about three months to write the book. I have to say I finished really fast. Yeah. Well, I've written so much over the years. So I was able to take a lot of that. And um, I've written for kitsis.com a few times, and those were like 7,000 words <laughs> alone. Yes, no, not long articles, not short articles, excuse me, yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, so when you're writing 45,000 words, you know, yeah. that, that goes a long way. So it actually didn't take me very long. But what I've learned about the book writing process is that's just the first part. And then you got to go through editing and then formatting. And so it's, we'll take from the time I finished um, writing it to the time it's actually, to the time it was published, it was almost a year. Okay. So, and, so after that three months is really when that year, when that, that time period would start clicking. Or yeah. Wow. I finished in August and so the book came out in July. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's remarkable. So tell us a little bit about the book. What um, is it about the the program that you're offering? Is it just, is it, is it case study? What is, what's the, I'd love mm-hmm. to hear a little bit more about, about that. Sure. So the book is called Uncomparable 
And it is really about how financial advisors can stand out by focusing on a niche. And the idea is, is that you become so well suited for one specific type of client that they literally cannot compare you to anybody else out there that they might be looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually follows the same philosophy as our on niche program. Um, it's the beginning of it is really an argument for niche marketing and why you should consider that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Lauren, in your experience, but it sometimes can be hard to convince people that they should niche. And so really the purpose of the book was how can I convince people that this is a good strategy. So that's how it begins. And then we go into the framework of how would you go about becoming an expert in your niche so that you do become uncomparable. And then the final part is really more tactical. Like, here's what you do. Here's all the things that you should focus on. Here's like a year by year plan for the first three years. Okay. So So it's really a guidebook. Okay. So there's like a a theory or sort of an approach philosophy to it, but then there's also more of like like you said, guidebook or toolkit ask um, component to it as well. Right. I feel like people could, who are just high level could just read the first part and people who just want to get the details could read the part three and then both people would be happy. Yeah. So you can sort of jump to where you want, if you will. So exactly. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm excited to take a look at it and, yeah. and turn the pages. So um, well, copies coming your way. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So really appreciate it. Um, well, anything else that you'd like to share about the new program or book unveiling or, or anything else that you think would be beneficial to folks, especially or maybe even just two cents if someone's thinking about they want to, you know, pick a, a niche and, or a niche and why? <clears throat> yeah, if someone's looking to pick a niche, I think that's um, that can be really hard for a lot of people. Uh, we actually have a I'm going to do a little plug here. We have a free course on our on niche website um, that just helps people really pick a niche that's appropriate for them because there's really two pieces of picking a niche. The first is, is this niche viable on its own? Like, mm-hmm. is there, you know, money to be made here and do they have a need? And then the second part is, is this advisor suitable for this niche? Mm-hmm. And so um, it, through our free online course, you can brainstorm different ideas and we have you look at first, you know, what are you passionate about? You know, where do you find joy in your work? And then second, you know, what, what is your aptitude? Do you have some sort of special education or background or skill set that would make you appropriate for a specific niche? Mm-hmm. And then finally, we have you look at profitability because really it's all about making money here at the end of the day. And, you know, if you can't figure out a way to be able to make money working with a niche, it's not going to be a good fit in the long run. Yeah. So, so smart. Mm-hmm. Got to do that upfront work. So and I love the piece about passion too, right? If it's, if you're passionate about it, or I, sometimes I see advisors where they've had another life before, you know, where, they, where they're mm-hmm. currently at. And so they're kind of bringing in that past life or that experience or what have you to, 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 to their niche, which is, um, it just comes natural. You know, the words, the terminology, the, all of that kind of rolls off their tongue, which is, um, yeah. To your when point, I'm- it's going to be a fit. When I work with advisors, it's usually, I think they think it's going to, they're looking for a needle in a haystack, but really it's just, you know, it's uncovering something that's pretty obvious. It's just not obvious to them. And mm-hmm. it usually has something to do with background or something that they already have a lot of experience in. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. So, well, fantastic. Kristen, thank you so much for your time, for sharing more. We'll make sure to link to the book below and you mentioned a number of resources. Um, so we'll make sure to link to those as well. I appreciate you sharing more and congratulations on all the success and getting to this, um, this milestone. Thank you so much, Lauren. Great. Thanks. We'll be in touch. 
for more behind-the-scenes conversations and expert insights. Subscribe to the podcast. Join us next time as we hear from leaders who are cutting through the clutter and doing things differently on purpose.